Hi everyone, my name is Missy Owete. Welcome to season three of the Money Matters with Missy podcast. This season, we're going to be looking at things differently. We're going to go topical, so we're going to pick a topic and we're going to discuss that topic. Of course, it will be split into different episodes until we've exhausted or dealt with the topic. Also, I'm going to be giving you things that you should consider on your to-do list based on the book if God wrote my to-do list. So we'll look at one item every week to help us stay, stay focused on our goals. I hope you enjoy this. Listen, subscribe, share, like. Hi everyone. Um, yeah. So today we're g- I'm gonna be um, talking about something that I do get a lot of questions on, um, and which I think is quite interesting. So um, I get a lot of young people ask me, and you know, people that l- really looking for maybe a second income or feel that they don't have enough to invest, to begin investing. And in all reality, the reason why a lot of us don't invest or don't even um, do the things that we want to do is we have the perception that we don't have enough. Um, and for some of us, it's in when you look at your account, really, you don't have enough. It's like you barely last till the end of the month you know to get your next paycheck or even the end of the week if you get paid weekly to get your um, next paycheck and here's someone saying you know invest you know or and i'm being careful i'm not saying saving i'm saying invest i'm sending you to you know to invest in something or maybe you're one that has um you know you you've looked at your, you've done your budget you've um worked out that you can spare maybe 10 pounds 20 pounds every month and um you're thinking of what can i do with 10 pounds or 20 pounds every month and um you know you're kind of like struggling you know what do i do with this um yeah so this podcast really wants to begin to you know help us to just think about things differently i'm of the opinion that you know um if you set your mind to something, you can, um, you know, you can do some, you can do something about it, you know. And I remember um, a while back, um, I can't remember what the, what we were trying to teach, but the youth in my church were given two pounds, and I think they were given about a month. Yeah, I think they were trying to teach the, the principle of the talents. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that was it. So they were given a, a, a two pounds and they were given about a month to, you know, to go and do something with it, you know. And um, something quite interesting happened, you know. Um, I think some of, so some of them decided to go alone and some decided to, you know, to come together you know and form like a consortium so to speak 
and do something and i remember some of them used their money to buy soap and um cloth and buckets and stuff to to do a car wash so that they could you know raise money and i think they did pretty well um i think the, the another group decided to because of course they were interested in music they decided to you know come together you know do some recording um put it we we're using cd in those days put it together on the cd and sell and they did quite well as well and then there were a few of them that you know were um decided to go on their own and some of them did quite well the the reality of it is that most of them came back the level of return they came back with of course was different for each of them but when you think about two pounds if you tell somebody to go invest two pounds they'll probably roll their eyes at you and think what are you talking about you know what can anybody do with two pounds and it immediately reminds me of the you know the parable of the talent in the bible where um the the master gave the the steward one ten another five and another one one talent the ten went away did business doubled the five went away, did business, doubled. The one we won um, came up with all the excuses, ended up burying the talent. And when the master came, his excuse was, oh, you're a hard master. You want to reap where you didn't sow. And so, therefore, I went to bury. And so, here is your talent. And um, the master said to him, you wicked servant, at the very least, you could have put the money in the bank you know so that even if you don't do much with it at least i would have gotten interest on my money you know and so and that's the perception a lot of us have that because it's not much um we can't do much with it you know and um of course you, you might have to work twice as hard as the person who has all the resources at their uh you know at their disposal um, but the reality is you can do some, you can do something, you know, with it. And it's always better to do something than do nothing. And so, um, I mean, those young people taught me a really, really valuable lesson that no amount is, is small. You have people who um, start with absolutely nothing. Some go borrow to do business. Now, a lot of people say it's not a good idea. Whether or not it's a good idea, I don't know. Um, I am of the opinion that if you can borrow to invest to generate income, so invest in an asset that generates an income, then that's a good thing because that's leverage. Your return on, on investment is infinite because you didn't actually put any money in. What you've done is you've borrowed money, you've paid interests out of you know the money that you've made and out of nothing, um, you've made whatever it is you've made so borrowing money in itself is not bad it's knowing that when you borrow the money you're going to be able to um get a return enough to pay the interest enough to pay back the money that you've borrowed pay the interest that accrued on the money that you've borrowed and you make something and i think the reason why people don't generally advise you to do that is business in itself is quite risky it's uncertain um how can you possibly guarantee i mean things can go wrong 
so many different things can go wrong. COVID is an example. You've borrowed this money. What are you going to do with it? And I, I think that's why um, people generally advise you not to borrow money. And again, I will be, you know, I'll be very, very careful, you know, before you go borrow money, be, sh- be 100% sure, um, do your business plan, um, you know, all the things that you know, that you know and should know, um, you know, put it down on paper, work it out, be certain that it works on paper. Um, most of the time, if it works on paper, um, it would work in reality. Okay. Um, the problem is a lot of people don't bother putting it down on paper. And so when things go wrong in reality, they don't even know where it went wrong for them to go and correct. And it's always somebody else's fault. You know, one thing I've also realized that, um, we tend to all face the same kind of challenges, the same kind of difficulty. However, the person who knows what they're doing and who've tried as much as possible to mitigate against risk, um, tend to, you know, do better than people who just go at it. Oh, everyone's doing it. Let me do it. You know, as opposed to someone who sat down, learned about the business they're investing. Um, they've put down pen to paper. They've worked out everything that can happen. They've done their business plan. You know, they, they know what the opportunities are. They know what the threats are. You know, they know what where the strengths and the weaknesses are. So they're able to strengthen the weaknesses, take advantage of the strengths and opportunities and spot any threats you know, and mitigate against them when it happens. And so, um, the amount of money we have is not necessarily a a barrier to us being able to invest. And so, um, I want to, you know, pose the question, if all you had was 10 pounds, if all you had was 10 pounds and you needed to invest it, what could you do? You know, what could you do with 10 pounds? And I think, the from the parable um the easiest thing to do would be to put it in the bank account unfortunately if um you're in the united kingdom while i'm making this podcast you would get absolutely nothing for your 10 pounds but at least in at the end of the year you will still have the 10 pounds in the bank account the only problem with your 10 pounds is your 10 pounds most likely buy you less at the end of the year than it will buy you now because of inflation so inflation determines the value of money and the higher the inflation rate the lower the value of your money so it means that your money is actually worthless so even though it says a particular amount 10 pounds on the note it's actually worth less than 10 pounds um in terms of its buying power and what it can do so the easiest thing obviously would be putting in a bank account but again like i said you're not going to get much interest for it so the money will be saved you will not lose it you probably would not spend it well depending on the kind of savings account you probably will not spend it on anything um tangible um yeah but you will still have it there okay um another thing you could do if you had 10 pounds um, and you are looking for something to invest in, okay? Their share, I, I believe that there are some platforms 
where you can buy one pound shares so there's some there's some platforms that that enable you buy a fraction i think i'm not sure that you buy a full share but some of them may be but i think that on those platforms you can so what they tend the reason why i say so is what they tend to do is they have this thing where um when you spend your money so when you go shopping for example if you buy something less than a pound the change on the pound you know so so say like you you spend 10 pounds 50 and you use that particular card or whatever so what they do is they round it up to 11 pounds and they take the 50p the difference between the 10 pounds which is worth of goods that you bought and the 50p that you had and they put it in this um investment portfolio you know and then you buy a share of it you know and then it builds up over time so that's something you could do as well so you could look to you know getting one of those um accounts you know and you can put your 10 pounds in it and um yeah so you could use that to you could invest that way again it's not something i've done i've heard a lot about it i've read a lot about it but it's not something i've done i've not really investigated it i've meant to investigate it and actually test it out so put some funds in um those kind of um accounts um to see if it, if it works um but i've never really gotten around i've never really um gotten around to doing that so um i don't really know um whether or not it works but the principle of it for me works and the idea really is to encourage people who don't have you know that spare month that extra to be able to do regular investment is really to encourage them to um begin to invest okay so at least with that one your your pennies and you know whatever adds up to a, a certain amount at the end of it and it might just be that at the end of the month all you have is five pounds or ten pounds or twenty pounds but over the course of the year you could end up having a lot you know um that is if you don't if you don't um sell you know your investments or or cashing on you know those kind of investments so that's something else you could do with 10 pounds um another thing you could do with 10 pounds is you could buy silver okay um so the the silver has um different grades um if you're looking at uk currency i tend to look at the britannia and the sovereigns mainly because they're legal tender they're capital gains tax free and they are vat free so when you buy them you don't have to pay vat and when you sell them you don't have to charge vat um and if you make any gains on on them um you don't have to pay tax on the gains that you've made because a lot of our investments when you're investing and you decide to dispose of those investments as capital gains um payable on them so with um with the silver the reason why i say silver i don't think you can get gold um under um 10 pounds but i think with the silver you can get um yeah you can get um coins yeah you can get coins for 
for around about 10 pounds um yeah so that's something that you you can you can consider you know um putting your your te- if you only had 10 pounds and you wanted to invest it you could do it. now the the trick of investing in silver is a bit different from the traditional investment um usually investors in silver don't just invest for capital appreciation of course sil- investing in commodities does more than one thing for you so um you get so you might not get a monthly return so a lot of people don't like investments that promise a monthly return but not all investment promise monthly returns most of them um promise capital appreciation okay most of them um, promise capital appreciation so when you're looking at commodities from that perspective the the coins um actually meet you know that requirement so you buy them and they tend to appreciate um in in price um yeah but for the serious thing for the serious investors they do more than just buy and allow their assets appreciate they they watch the ratio between gold and silver and then when the ratio gets this particular point they switch between gold and silver and so um you could do that as well so in i think on average between eight to ten years you potentially could double the value of your investment in gold and silver if you know when to switch from gold to silver and from silver back to gold you could potentially double the value of your investment you know um even if it's a one-off investment okay so um investing in silver for 10 pounds is probably one of um the good things the thing really though is the 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 britannias which are cgt and um vat free um i'm not sure you can get um you can get them at under 10 pounds i'm not 100 percent sure um you need to check um the values i think they, they they're worth a bit more but i think there's some other um silver coins that you can get um around about that price there i think the panda i think uh the panda i'm not sure which country the pandas the panda is um for but i think they um yeah they're not you know they're not i'm not sure whether it's due to the to the um ounce that is in the coin or or the quality of the silver i'm not 100 percent sure but i know that you could with 10 pounds you can start investing in silver coins so that's that that's another option um that's another option for you um something you can put your money your 10 pounds into to generate um, money and then um the of course of course we talked about uh shares yeah maybe you can get some shares you know the 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 penny shares i think they're called so you might decide to buy um um 10 pounds worth of course they're quite risky but because usually they're for startups um business that haven't proven themselves um so your chances of risking your um, the, the amount you invest is very very um high but again the rewards can be quite high as well because if you if you buy the right kind of shares you buy in the right kind of company you buy them pennies 
penny stock say like um and you buy a, a, a 10 pounds worth and the business just takes off your your 10 pounds could be worth thousands in a few years so again it's it's very very risky but you know the higher the risk the higher the return so that's something else that you could consider and i mean talking about something a bit more practical you know something more hands-on um you could um buy things and resell okay and there's so many different opportunities for doing that so i have a friend a very very good friend of mine who she's got a very very good eye for crockery and jewelry you know and um she get i tell you she gets beautiful things for 20p 50p one pound from the charity shops so she knows which charity shops to go to it's not every single charity shop that you can get good deals like that some of them are quite savvy they know exactly what they're selling and they price accordingly but there's some of them that get donations and the people who run the charity shop are not really sure they don't really know what it's worth you know and so they sell them for like pennies you know 20p 30p 50p just to be able to get rid of them now this friend of mine she's very very good you know especially with silver she's very very good with silver many of things she's bought are like 20p and she's been able to sell for like 20 pounds you know so imagine if she had 10 pounds to invest you know what would she do with it you know so buying things from the charity shop is 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 a very good thing that you know that you can look at some of the things that you get for you know um below price so the, the question that i'm hearing someone saying to me is that so if i buy from charity shop what do i then do with it where can i sell it you know because that's where you're going to make your money um so um the first place would be say uh put it online so on gumtree on ebay it doesn't really cost you anything to set up those accounts but of course once they're sold um for ebay you know you might have to um pay ebay some commission you know once it's been sold on ebay so of course you're going to be paying the money out of your sales proceeds um gumtree not necessarily so um usually they recommend you collect through um paypal because it's safe you don't want people bringing large sums of money to your house depending on what it is that you're buying um and then they know your house and all of that you might decide okay you want to meet them halfway somewhere but then the you still have the risk of moving the money from where wherever it is they've met you to your bank or even to your home and all of that so doing it via paper will probably be a better um option however paper will charge you you know when you want to um take out your money okay so that's one option the ebay's and the gum trees and the online platforms um another um option would be you know to set up a market store and again you've only got 10 pounds um you're gonna have to pay for your stall and i think stalls are typically like 20 pounds a day um depending on where it could be cheaper in some other areas but i think the good ones 
where you've got a lot of food for will cost you money and usually um you don't pay immediately you set up i think they give you a few maybe an hour or so to settle down before you have to pay so you could risk it and um hope that you've made some sales before you know they come to collect from you but again if you've got good products and they're priced very very well um it's something that you can do so you can go to the market store you know and and you know take a stand there and sell some things or you could do the boot sale you know you could have a boot sale um go to the to, to the places where they have boot sale again most boot sales you need to have a vehicle although i've seen a few people um who don't come in with vehicle they just bring bags and you know they lay a mat on the floor and people just pick whatever it is they want to pick but i think you pay for the space that you occupy whether you have a vehicle or not and again depending on the kind of vehicle that you have will determine the price so it might be that they um they would not charge you a lot because you're not taking up that much space and for, for some boot sales it ranges from like five pounds to 20 pounds again depending on the location and depending on the footfall you know so that's that's another option and of course there's also word of mouth you know and um yeah but you see the, the, all and all of those are good because at the end of the day um you have an avenue to you know turn your 10 pounds to um a lot more money but you know you know what is even better what is better is actually finding out what somebody wants sourcing it for them you know and then selling it sell you know so say say for example somebody says oh i want an iphone i want um an iphone iphone x xr x some whatever and you say to them oh okay you want an iphone so what's your budget how much are you willing to pay and they say mm, i don't mind i'll pay say about i'll pay up to 150 pounds for an iphone xr yeah what you can then do is say okay um what is what what what's the specification so you narrow it down to exactly what they want and then what you can then do is source it so there's some auction sites you can go to where you can you know bid for things like that so you can buy the, you can bid for it and then once you've put in your bid and you know for certain that you have you can then go to them and say okay look i found this is this price however i don't have the money you know to um to get it or you say to them i need a deposit if you're serious about this i need a deposit and then you can say uh, the hundred pounds uh that you need to buy the iphone off the the the, the auction site is their deposit so you give me a hundred pounds and um when i bring the product to you you give me the balance okay and so what what you then do is you take the money off them you pay for it on the auction site and then of course you get your profit usually it's your your profit that you leave so you don't make sure you have enough money you take enough money off them you know to be able to get your profit now you might say oh, well no one will give me money without 
find you know without me offering them goods so that's where trust comes in you know that's where trust comes in so people that would do that kind of business with you are people that already know you and trust you strangers would not do it you know so and usually you're looking at members of your family close friends neighbors you know um and again you have to make sure that they they're setting so usually when people when people want to do that what you say to them is oh you, you want you you need 150 pounds to do this okay i can get you one in a week's time but i need to be sure that you have the money are you willing to you know put down the deposit so that you don't think i'm going to run away with your money you know put down a deposit of this amount and then when i've delivered you pay the balance and um and they trust you they, they should be willing to do that and so without even putting any of your money in you could actually go into business and make money you know and of course if what if the item they want is is you know the cost of it is 10 pounds and they're willing to pay maybe 12 15 pounds then you can use your 10 pounds to buy it you know so those are things that you could do with 10 pounds so don't say because you don't have any money um you're not you're not um you don't want to invest in a business or whatever and even more importantly another thing you could do with your 10 pounds is buy a book or a manual you know that you can read that can teach you a new skill that can generate you income okay so you could you could you could either buy a book a manual or even a webinar for 10 pounds that will teach you a new skill that you can use to generate income so i don't want people giving the excuse of oh i don't have any money um i'm waiting until i get money before i invest um i'm saving up to invest and all of that those are just excuses for people not to do what it is they need to do you know and if you can if you can invest 10 pounds you can invest a hundred if you can invest a hundred you can invest a thousand if you can invest a thousand you can invest ten thousand there really isn't any excuse you know um for you not to be able to invest and if you do that often enough you find out that you you can actually increase your income and all you have to do is when you when you've when you've made money on your, your 10 pounds, don't spend that money. Just add it to your in quote portfolio or your slush funds, you know, and just keep repeating until you get to that sum that you need to do what you believe it is you want to do. So essentially what I'm trying to say is that you might not say like you want to invest in property and you need what fifty thousand to invest in property, you're waiting for that 50,000, you know, something you can do is you can buy a book worth 10 pounds, a manual worth 10 pounds and read up on how to find properties or, you know, how to find properties and how to put a deal together. And then you can use that knowledge to find properties called property sourcing, to find properties for people and they would pay anything from a thousand to as much as ten thousand, of course, depending on what you what kind of property you're sourcing for them and what kind of deals you, you're giving to them, you know. And you can then, you know, start putting that money into a pot, 
you know until you get your fifty thousand to you know um your fifty thousand to start investing in property if that's what you need or even investing in business if that's what you need so you don't really need to have the money to be able to do the investment you just need to have the confidence you know to be able to do it you just need to be confident to be able to um invest okay so i think i'm hoping that this has been useful um and it's helped you you know to think differently about what you consider your limitations it could actually be an an opportunity um and again depending on your attitude to risk so if you just want to keep your money and be sure that nothing will happen to it you've got some options there if you're the 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 the, the, i think they're called i don't know if they're called grifters or grafters people that hustle yeah so if you're a hustler then you've got a few opportunities there and if you're in between there are a few things that you can do as well you know to be able to turn your 10 pounds into good investment you know and um yes start your business and get yourself out of you know where you are and you know heading towards where you want to be so i hope this has been useful you know it again it's food for thought it's not an exact science it's just something to provoke you you know to help you think differently out of the box how can i deal with this situation you know something to get your mind going you know to see the possibilities because indeed the possibilities are endless and so um if you have any questions um and you have any topics you want us to deal with give get in touch um instagram or facebook miss you with uh, one on instagram send me a message and if you know me personally um you know um give me a ring or um send me a text and see what we can do to help you um and again as always share 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 um yeah with as many people because you never know who this podcast would be useful for and the idea really is to help really to help people you know to get people out of um that um place that comfort zone where they just don't want to go you know that that's what this is 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 to give you enough information for you to be able to take that small baby step that you need to take to begin to move on so please share with um people like and you know like uh if you're not already subscribed please subscribe um yeah and again listen please listen to the podcast thank you so much and i appreciate those of you that have been listening to me for a while um thank you very much we appreciate your support my name is monsieur witte and this is the money matters podcast on our to-do list today we have do what you can do what you can and i think the reason um behind this is because a lot of times when we ask people to do things um they got 
they get stuck by what they can't do and all they talk about is what they can't do you know um all this you merely begin to see all the obstacles and so this item on our to-do list encourages us to um do the things that we can do because obviously what you can do is what you can do what you can't do you can't do so why are we focusing on what we can't do and um our author has tried to to break down the do what you can do into six um steps which he calls blubs okay and the first thing is accept the assignment so if somebody gives you something to do accept the assignment you've set your goals for the year that's your assignment okay so first of all accept it then secondly clarify the calling so you know when we were um, setting our goals for the year we looked at our values we looked at our roles and we looked at what we can do to help us achieve that so you already have clarity you know what your calling is you have clarity you know regarding that and then the next one is to take responsibility so whatever it is you've committed to do you're responsible for doing it and you know one of the things we said was that get a partner or get a mentor who can help you achieve your goals so one of the things you would you'll be doing with your mentor is you're going to be learning okay so first of all you start with what you know to do and you do that and as you're doing it you're going to be learning first of all you're going to learn from experience but because you're listening to your mentor listening to others you're going to be learning as well and then once you're you've been able to do all of that the next step will be for you to expand your responsibilities and a lot of people get you know um uh, weary you know one thing i have found is that if you're good at what you're doing you get more you know you you will get more um and finally be a team player you know there's definitely no i in team so work with others you achieve a lot more when you work with others okay so do what you can and don't be surprised if it turns out to be much more than if, if it's much more than you thought